0: This is Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Thanks to Bluebet. Bet Bet with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. What are you really gambling with? Five, four, three, two, one. Ow! I see assholes like you every day. Daisy Thomas. Every Billy Brownless. Is this moron number one? Have you got a cashy day, Bill? Put moron number two
1: on the phone. Put that off my head. <laughs> <laughs> Please
2: leave your number, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: the hell is wrong with you two? But everybody's
3: working. Listen to the Rush Hour. I feel good. Big Wednesday coming up for you on the rush hour. Matt Preston, can see him out there now, ready to come in and talk about his new book, The Big Mouth. We got the Hump Day quiz, of course. A special racing guest, Bill. A special racing guest I uh, can tell you at some stage. And guess what else we've got? Uh, a special cricket guest as well. Plenty more to come about that. Plus, you'll round us out with a joke. There might be some slight issues
2: due to the Optus uh, meltdown,
3: but as I oh. welcome the one and only Mr Anthony William Brownless. Oh, g'day, mate. How are
2: you, Daisy? And what a uh, ironic name for a book for Matt. Big mouth. What's the irony? Well, he's got a big mouth, I suppose. Okay. Well, we'll talk to him about that. <laughs> does that. Does that make it more fitting than irony? Ah, fitting could have been the word. (laughs) And there's some nice photos in here that we can look at, so that's good. Uh, What about yesterday? Great day, Melbourne Cup, of course. Well done, Matty Hill, our mate. King, he is the king of callers. Great work. I left Geelong today at two p.m. It was 29 degrees hot. Mm. I drive here, get here at three ish. Melbourne, it's 18 degrees. It's pissing down. I said to Robbo, "What's happening?" Yes, (laughs) (laughs) it is. The cold changes here. What's happened? A, a cold change. Did you get rain yesterday? No. Oh, we got it in Geelong. Yeah, so there you, there you go. Oh, great to see this bloke here. A rabbit!
0: Well, it's a big show. No, oh, big, yeah. fire. Oh. It's a big, bad show tonight.
2: What a man. A big, bad show. Glenn Maxwell. Whoa. And, Raps, that is fantastic by you because let's have a little bit of rap, 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 rap. Now on Triple M's rush hour. Time for
0: It's Billy's All Sports Report. One word. Yes.
2: Maxi. How good. Unbelievable. Two hundred and one off 128 deliveries. Do you know when Stark went out? The Aussies were seven for ninety-one, the eighteenth over. We were done. Eighteenth over. They we just were done. All went out. Uh, put on 202 with Paddy Cummins. Paddy made 12 off 68. <laughs> the Great Wall up the other end. And you wouldn't believe it. Maxi boy, Maxie is on 195 and this happens.
0: Maxwell to 195. Australia just need five. Five runs. You know what's going to happen. He's 195, Maxwell. Oh. six to bring up 200 and win the game. Everybody here is on their for- feet. Should be carried off. What a performance. I've watched and played a lot of cricket, Shane and Ian, and I've seen nothing like that. Nothing like this game of cricket. I reckon it's the best innings I've
2: ever seen. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Smithy gave it heaps too. He did. Well done, Smithy. And what about we were
3: talking about punter the other day. Arguably the best best special comments person in any sport across the world.
2: Spot on. Do you know 21 4s? That's 84. And 10 sixes is 60. That's 144 in boundaries. It is. Unbelievable. Well battered, son. <laughs> and he had to go through a lot of other things too while he was out there, didn't he, Rad?
1: Yeah. Oh! Goodness me. <laughs> and a cramp. Cramp. <laughs> Full body. Full sure, that's cramp. him. I think that's him. Oh! Oh! Ew, goodness
2: me. <laughs> goodness me. There was a bit of controversy, but with uh, South uh, Sri Lankan's Angelo Matthews. Did you see this? Oh, I heard about it. I he didn't see it. He got timed out. Incredible. Do you know there's a rule? You have to take strike within two minutes. Get out on the, the um, pitch and take strike within two minutes. I did know there was that rule. I didn't know how harshly it was enforced. I know. It's a bit of common sense from the umpires, I would have thought, here. A first time in a 146-year history of international cricket, someone's been... So do you have to appeal as the
3: opposition team? Which
2: which they did. They did. They did. Oh, is that in the spirit? So he went over. Matthews went over to the captain of Bangladesh, Mm -hmm. and he was very nice. And he patted him on the shoulder, and and they obviously had a bit of a chat, and said, "Mate, we appealed. You're out. You're out." It didn't face a ball. Not ideal. Yeah. Uh speaking of cricket, Marcus Harris smashed hundred and sixty-four uh-huh. for the Vicks. Good, Good little on man. You. Little Marcus, he got a, got amongst the runs, which was fantastic. New South Wales won its first Sheffield Shield game in fifteen matches. Ooh. I follow mm. them. They've been they've been terrible. Good to see Marcus. Oh now the Melbourne Cup. The Melbourne Cup, but well, we got the finish there, Rabsy. It's without
0: a fight. A hundred metres to go. Two or three. Shiraz and also Solcom without
2: a fight. Mark Zara, a Melbourne Cup champion, wins it by two lengths. Second in the race with Solcom, third Shiraz. What about Solcom, the Richmond oh, boys? Mister starting start again flies home for second. Good effort though, regardless. Yeah. So, Caulfield Cup, Melbourne Cup double, first since 2001. Alstrom? Mm. ethereal. Mm. So, and Mark Zara, what a star he is, mm. and. Uh, We'll just see how he's going, Rabsy.
0: How was your night, big guy? <laughs> uh, still going,
4: but yeah, I'm feeling all <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> well,
0: you
3: just got to get back on the horse, uh, as they say. Have you got any little hot ones for us over the next couple of days? Because most of us did our dough. Um, I couldn't I can't even remember what I'm riding
0: tomorrow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to... <laughs> you can be forgiven for that, I reckon.
3: <laughs> the worst part for Melbourne Cup jockeys having to ride the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah thanks very much.
0: <laughs>
2: Did he ride today? Did you have a look?
3: No, he wouldn't have ridden today. He'll be riding Clinton. tomorrow in the Oaks. Yes. Um, but a big call because he had Gold Trip as well. Yes. Jumped off Gold Trip yeah. to get on to might without made, a fight. Might have made the right
2: call. Pulled the right rein, exactly.
3: if you will. yeah.
2: Mm, Marcus Bontenpelli, the, the superstar, guess what? He joined the Marty Sheargold show this morning with Limo, and he was on
5: crutches. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I don't want to put a shiver through uh, Bulldogs fans, but he did limp into the studio this oh, yeah. morning with
2: a crutch. <laughs> single
3: What's, crutch.
5: A, a single crutch.
2: What's going on there?
3: Yeah, I'm down to the one now. I just had a little uh, clean out on my ankle only a couple of days ago, so hence I'm still a uh, tiny bit proppy post-op, but right. nothing to be concerned about Bulldogs fans. I know that it <laughs> oh. might uh, seem a little bit that way, but I should be back uh, walking and stuff by the end of the week. Ooh.
2: Bit of a weird one. Usually you'd have that done straight after the season. Yes. Not well, he went for a bit of a run, and he was yeah. still a bit sore. So, uh, and just uh, Eddie Jones has confirmed his interest in coaching Japan. Oh, wow! We oui. late news there. Sandra, Plenty so going we on. We knew that. And there's a bit. Hello, I'm Sandra. There he is. Welcome
5: <laughs> to Ten's Late News. Thank you,
0: Sandra.
2: <laughs>
3: but up
0: next, who we got? Oh, the great man President. himself. Have a look. There, there he, he is. is. Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Sometimes
2: it's the old kiss theory, Jim. Keep it stupid simple. Oh. <laughs>
1: Right now, we're joined by award-winning food journalist, radio presenter, international TV personality, (laughs) and more importantly, a Collingwood fan, Maddie Preston.
0: Our next guest likes to keep you guessing from his time
5: on MasterChef. Quite frankly, that
0: is disgusting.
5: Disgustingly good. (laughs) To
0: playing a gnome on The Masked Singer. You're on The (laughs) Masked Singer.
5: Uh, Now you can
0: see his uh, face on the cover of his new book, Big Mouth. Mouth. Please welcome (laughs) Matt Preston.
3: (laughs) Welcome in, buddy. Good to see you here, (laughs) Billy's. Slightly flummoxed that you're on the mass singer, but it is good to see you. And you do have the new book out, which yeah. is a
5: great read. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a wee bit different. It's not a cookbook for the first time in about twelve years. It's a memoir. So um, so yeah, and we do touch on some of those stupid things you end up doing because you go, why not? You get yeah. to an age, don't you? And, and Bill would know this. You get to an age, you've had you've had a great time. You've you know, in your case, you played for an amazing football team, yes. with fantastic players, grand finals, yada yada. And then you go, why don't we do that? And yeah. sometimes it's a really good idea, and sometimes it's <laughs> <laughs>
1: really
2: bad idea because it says here we've all known you for a decade over here in yep. Australia but you've been very
5: quiet about your past and private life Oh, cuz i think that that's kind of past and private's not a bad place to be and and who wants to who wants to listen to some spoiled tv person banging on about their <laughs> nightmares and and it, that's kind of what you see now that, you do. that that i felt it was kind of time maybe just to to talk about a few things that i haven't talked about and i think one of the things that you do things like Um, When you do stuff, by and large, you do stuff you're really good at, right? Apart from golf. Golf yeah. is the you know thing that people, you can be terrible at, had a really good time at. And mass Singer, Dancing with the Stars, was, well, let's try something I'm pretty terrible at <laughs> and see if I can get a bit better. And I, I in both cases, I had a lot of fun doing it. And this book is about that. That's about, let's go to places that, that might be humiliating, might be embarrassing, but but let's shine a light on it. And, and it's <laughs> the amazing thing about this book. I talked about a lot of stuff I've not talked about, family scandals and stuff like that. But it's amazing how many people turn around and say, wow, that's exactly what happened with my grandfather yeah. or my grandmother. So, you know, uh, we, we, we tend to keep these things very quiet but actually the stuff we're most worried about saying often is really common
2: and exactly and people you're right they go oh yeah it resonates with them yeah. you were born in london of course yes. you're a bit of a shit as a child
5: terrible child
2: and terrible. i'm going to play some audio here and what does this mean to you <laughs> Oh no. i hope it's the
5: same in london <laughs> The, the Mr. Whippy? Yeah, you, you know what <laughs> you, know, you know, that the that's a that's a really mean thing. So that that's the first time I nearly died. So, <laughs> 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 but, that, but, that, but thanks for bringing that back, Billy. Well, so it's in I the was, book. As a child, I was obsessed with ice cream, as you are, and and that sound was <laughs> like that moment where you you hear it. So your first thing you do, you find you find your mum's purse, yep. you, you grab yourself a few coins, yep. and you just head out like that. You're, you're heading ice cream vans wrong <laughs> yeah. side of the road, oh. and, and you're not looking. Oh no! And and their their cars parked on both, and I do that thing of running out between, you know, like. Like a like a public safety <laughs> announcement, <laughs> running out between parked cars and having that moment of looking up and there's a grill of an old car and the terrified eyes of a bloke driving it and the smell of the rubber as he puts the anchors on and that moment when you go. <gasps> Sorry, mate. I didn't read the rest of it. No, it's okay. It, 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 luckily, it didn't hit me. But and, and, but, and I, but I did get I did get a massive bollocking from my mum. I didn't get an ice cream, and then then the policeman came around and gave me a bollocking as well.
3: Well, oh, good. One of the things that I didn't understand or didn't know, Preston isn't actually your. That's right well, I, th- that's name. right
5: my 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 mum was a single mum, um and then she married a bloke called anti Preston, and he adopted me, so the whole starting point of this thing is we' talking about talking about birth certificates I've got two because so I've got the original one, and then I, then I've got the one when I was adopted mm. um and my my daughter went, "How can we got two birth certificates? you must be adopted then you know the way that you know that your youngest child is always the really yep. smart one, and from that started that whole conversation, so well, okay. Here's the story. Let's go back to my my grandmothers and what they went through when they were young women and and they both got pregnant. One one of them uh, adopted out, fostered out the child and then that child came back, you know, 45 years later um, Which was a a weird moment And the other one uh, terminated uh, Her pregnancy And then along come I And both of those grandmothers Were the ones that said Maybe we keep him Rather So I know I I know there was a point In 1961 Then when there was A decision that my mum Was making about What she does with me And luckily I'm here So from that moment onwards You just sit there and go I've won that lottery. Already I've won that lottery. And everything else that comes afterwards, all the other you know, bits and bobs and the fun stuff and the stupid stuff, you always go back to that moment and go, gee, I was lucky. Yeah. How did you go
3: reliving it all? Because you, really you are happy to take the piss a bit, but this is some really, serious uh, oh, and heavy it's, it's, stuff.
5: Well, it is. But you know what it is? The weird thing is once you write it down, um, it, it becomes it becomes easier to, to do. What's really hard is then reading it for the audiobook. And I don't know whether you had Yelena Dokichin when she did her book and no. she did the audiobook. Yep. She said the hardest thing is reading it out. And there's some there's some stuff. And look look, ninety percent of the book is is me, my stupidity, basically. That that's what it's about. Yeah. Embarrassing moment my and there's probably, you know, ten percent of it is is, you know, death of brother and stuff like that. And the hardest thing, doing the audiobook, I found a letter after my mother died that my mother had written two days after the death of my brother and and it was just basically what happened how it happened how it unfolded going to the hospital um, not being told he was dead but basically the nurse walking in with a sheaf of papers with the words refrigerate in a big sticker on the back mm-hmm. of it yeah. so so reading stuff out like that's really challenging but you know we all we all yeah. go through that no, we all right. go through yeah. you know Losses potentially and, siblings, yeah, siblings yeah. certainly grandparents parents there's obviously a particular a particular challenge in terms of, you know, a child dying before their parents is, mm. is, I think, particularly painful. But in that case, he died of a thing called SUDEP, which is sudden unexplained death in epilepsy. And my mother's brilliant way of dealing that was setting up a charity with some other parents to, to, to try and get people to understand what it was. And now SUDEP's kind of acknowledged as, a, as something that, that not only exists, but also more importantly, if people get the right advice from someone like Epilepsy Australia, the action in Australia, they can reduce the chance of, of that happening. So 170 kids in Australia good. die of, of SUDEP. No, So That's good. That, you that's, bring it out as a witness. Yeah, yeah that well, that's so, there's all the, the, so that, that's all on the upside. But most of it's about me being yeah. obsessed with ice cream and being a bit of an idiot. And the girls. You did all right because you're well dressed. <laughs> you can speak
2: well. We can, we can touch on that. I oh, know. We'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll it's a little like, tease, yeah, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we had a couple yeah, of Australian girls on the go oh, at once, yeah, I think, yeah, and then yeah, mm, yeah, mm, yeah, so yeah, don't go yeah, anywhere. Steady, we'll come back. More Preston next. Triple M Rush Hour with JB and Billy. It won't grow on me bloody head, but it comes <laughs> out my ears and my nose, Jim. What's going on?
1: Matt Preston, award-winning food journalist, has stuck around. By the way, his book, Big Mouth, is out now online and in bookstores around Australia. Yeah, do yourself a favour and get a copy of that, or for someone you love coming up to
3: Christmas,
2: Bill, what a nice time. Not all about cooking, as we've just spoken about.
3: Some of that about the extracurriculars,
1: yes.
2: I know, a bit going on there, and we want to ask you about that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, what? Your
5: Australian girlfriend's time's two. (laughs) Oh, yeah, well, there there was a bad time, actually, and it was... I was. this is one of the things when you realise when you come to Australia you, this is my, my great moment everyone knows everyone else right you can't get away with nothing and, <laughs> nothing. and, and um, I was da- I'd was. i been dating one girl sp- I'd split up with her I then dated the woman who's now my wife Emma and Emma nice banana girl and, and Emma's mum was sitting with her best friend um, who might well be the the mother of a well known uh, future person sitting in this studio Bridget Duclos oh. and, and, they were, and they were discussing they were discussing oh Oh, Emma's met a lovely boy and then oh that's okay. Oh, right. One no. of one of Bridgie's friends oh. but, and it went on. So he's English or they're both English. And suddenly the two mothers realised they were oh. both talking about the same person. Oh. Uh, Emma, Emma's mother's on the phone going, he's saying that one else. And <laughs> Ging- And thank heavens I'd done the right thing and I'd said to Emma oh, I was seeing this girl. It was really nice, but that's all over and I wanna oh. and it's all about you now. But that could have been the end of the world for oh, me. Oh my, Wouldn't that's... be married, no kids, you know, sliding doors, Daisy Thomas. But we from, know that
3: from Benella. Yes, so obviously the one place you choose yeah. to propose the Where most romantic of all. Where would you go? Sure
5: there's some botanical gardens beautiful. or you know, oh, the, river by by the by the lake by the Broken yeah. River, overlooking the overlooking the fountain. Maybe in that beautiful art gallery. Maybe by the Weary Dunlop. Maybe by the rocket in the park. Maybe just in the pub. But no, no, because when you propose, Billy, as mm. you know, there, there's there's normally a reason for a proposing. It could be you love them, or it could be because they're kicking your butt at golf, and you think I'll propose and I will put her off again. So. <laughs> So I got down on one knee in the golf course. On the fifth. On the fifth at the Banana Golf Course, (laughs) and I proposed. And of course, typically, in the way that these things go, her game lifted a whole new level. Right? She just blitzed me, <laughs> and I know about which I'm I'm very happy with. It was slightly better than the moment when when I, I said, "Look," I said to her dad, "I said, look, I need to I need to ask you a question." And he said, "Come around the back of the woodshed," oh. and, and he stood there. He stood there with the with the big the big saw, you know, the big vertical saw, oh, yeah. uh, which is running off the black of <laughs> the old the old grey massy fergus is going. And he's, and he's sawing bits of wood that are exactly as thick as my leg. Like, zoom, what do you want to say? <laughs> zoom. Oh. I'm going, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, I love your daughter and um, can I marry her? And yes, I'll be really, really good to her because I can see what you do with <laughs> that wood, and I don't want that happening my leg.
0: Oh,
2: yes, exactly. Now, tell us, you've got something to tell us here that no one knows about you. You're a founding member
5: of? The Australian Biscuit Appreciation Society. And I'm delighted, Billy, because I know that you are you are obsessed by dunking. I do. I and love dunking biscuits into cups of tea. And and the whole thing. And people think this is just a bit of a, you know, a bit of a bogany yeah. thing to do, uh, right? The people yes. look down and if you're dunking, it's seen as being a, not the sort of thing you do when you go around to the Queen. But there's a guy called Dr. Len Fisher from the University of Bristol oh. who, in 1998, did research into dunking. And he found that, that the fat in the milk makes the biscuit taste 11 times, up to 11 times better when you dunk it. But again, you've got to, the dunking time is crucial. Too long, Disaster. Well, and and you you've gone. Now, what, what's your normal? What's your normal choice for a dunker? Uh,
2: Monte Carlo's.
5: Yeah, Monte Carlo's. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, with the so, cream in the middle. Oh. And, and so you, you can eat the biscuit, <laughs> and then you're left with just the yes, cream. Yeah. The art is to just be left with a yeah, little cream so. disc in the middle. The problem, obviously, with Monte Carlo is that cream disc has got much smaller in the last decade or so. If it is, that's yeah. how that, what, a, what a rob that oh, is. It
2: is. But we've got Scottish finger biscuits here. Scotch finger biscuits. Oh, oh sorry, Scotch. <laughs> Used to be Scottish finger biscuits, didn't they? No, uh, never, never. So, how long do you dunk it for? Yeah, is we've there all got a, time? We all got a cup of tea, thanks to Rose here. Hold how, it up
1: for the camera,
5: Bill.
2: How long? Oh, all right. How long do we have to dunk? Five. Five seconds. Come it.
5: Kind of, one, two, three, four, five. Right. One, two, three, four, five.
2: Right. Is that
3: <laughs> perfect? <laughs> Well, uh, the, the half a biscuit that fell out your seven.
5: mouth. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, uh, uh,
3: that, 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 that's Billy. I mean, roll, got him. Do you ever roll the dice, though, and go for seven and and just and when oh, you're well, feeling well, really outrageous? Well,
5: the, well <laughs> that, that's more when you're doing the Tim Tam Slam, oh, where, yeah. where you bite the cor- opposing corners of a Tim Tam and you suck it. And the <laughs> art is to make sure that you don't leave it too long, because otherwise the whole biscuit just uh, mm. disintegrates into a chocolatey, messy hand. Mm. But mm. get it right... Boom, and you get all that 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 that, that oh. succulent, delicious, juicy explosion of chocolateiness when, when you get a good Tim Tam slut going. Mm. Mm.
2: Tim mm. Tams. Mm. Oh, hey, um, I was going to ask you about curried sausages, my favourite yeah. winter meal. Do you have a secret ingredient or something? What do you put in them? Curry. Curry. Right. <laughs> it, 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 people love them. People you love them. You know, it's
5: interesting. I I tried to. Uh, there's been a big movement for, for retro food. And, you know, people are back loving. And my, my most successful recipe I've ever done is a self-sourcing chocolate pudding. It's the number one recipe on delicious.com.au. <laughs> it just keeps on going. Yeah. I can't get curry sausages to fly. People just, they they try and they go, yeah, it's all right. You know, it's a a bit like apricot chicken. It's one of those things they go, Apricot (laughs) chicken. I'm not sure. Whereas prawn cocktail, a stroganoff. Stroganoff now is one of the most popular recipes in Australia. Again, you know, 40 years on. And and, and, and that's because a good strog is... Still a thing of great beauty. Strogan chips, mm. the way the Russians already had it, delicious. Yeah. You're
3: not only a founding member of Abbas, you're also a founding member of the Fungs, a celebrity group, oh, Bill, of full pies Nuffies. What? Yep. What's it called? The fungs, the fungs,
5: P-H-U-N-G, P-H-U-N-G fungs. It's a, group of, it's a group of Collingwood fans who are in the media or premiership players. So, so it's ba- basically one of those sad things where a, where a group of old men get together and hang out with successful sports people and listen to their great stories of, um, uh, of their, their, their finest moments, or basically listen to Daisy Thomas yeah. be mean to Nick Maxwell about that, how he wasn't really a very good <laughs> player. He's still going Me or
3: Maxie, that he's still the captain.
2: <laughs>
5: I <laughs> want to know why
2: you're called the Fongs.
5: Well, well, the first time we we, we I think it was Marcus Lawn. We were there. We went up to the, the rooftop bar, and there was a and there was a sign saying "Reserved for the Fungs." P H U N G Fungs, um, and and we thought, well, that's a good name for a group, you know. Better, better, better than the Woodsman, for example. <laughs> great coterie, though it is. And then I believe it was the great the great responsible captain, uh, Mister Maxwell, who found that Fung is the slang Vietnamese slang for beer pig. And well, so, well, perfect. That, that, that when, when you've got people the likes of Daisy Thomas and um, he sure involved it's, Oh, yeah. Yes, al- although him. in fairness, Heath is more, more of a champagne connoisseur. <laughs> trust Maxie to do the research to find out what exactly. it was from yeah, and just yeah, enjoying master. the name. Yeah, proper.
3: Uh, we could talk to you all day and right. we probably will off air about the pies and how good they were, but we do have to wrap you up. The Big Mouth Book. We mm. appreciate everything you talk about in it because he's open, he's honest, it is raw, and you are just more than a, a uh, judge on MasterChef. So thank, thank you. you very much for coming in and thanks very much for sharing. Terrible moment
5: there where you, you couldn't think of what to say yeah. to finish there. You were just going to say dickhead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You're more than just a dickhead. Judge or master? Oh, you're on that other Award-winning show. Award-winning
1: food <laughs> journalist. Who's he on? Mars Singer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matt yeah. Preston on the Rush Hour. By the way, Big Mouth is out now. It's a great read online and in bookstores around Australia.
0: Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. She's has had a good month. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh. Let us be the judge oh, of that. Uh,
1: uh, by the way, if you want to hear more of Matt, there is a Q&A about his book, Big Mouth Tonight, at the Brunswick Ballroom. Oh, nice. There'll be some dunking going on there. Oh,
2: yeah. Five seconds. Hey, days, big, big crowd yesterday. Melbourne Cup, 84,492. You were there. How was it, my friend? It was good. I love the fact that everyone's
3: back embracing things. Obviously, we had the COVID times. Yep. And it was a little bit slow on the comeback there. But yesterday, 30-odd degrees, people everywhere having shorts. a great time. Lots of shorts getting around. and probably more understandably yesterday than on Saturday when it wasn't that hot. But everyone, and from all reports, had a really good time because I think a lot of people were a bit concerned about the drunk and, uh, tanks that you were yes. talking about as well mm. because the laws changed. But everyone had a, a bloody good time. There's nothing too much reported on the news. But as seems to be the way I somehow inserted myself
1: into the celebrations and ended up with a photo of the cup. Well, oh, I've got a question about the cup. So yes. I thought it was sacrilegious yeah. that you could anyone could touch the cup, but let alone with bare hands. You had to wear gloves. Gloves, yes. I saw a photo of you. With the cup? Yep. Jonathan Brown with the cup and my reptilian mate Sean with yeah, the Sean cup. Is so a could, reptile. could
3: anyone actually grab the touch cup. the cup? So just in the pre uh, lead up to the cup, right. you have to take it with the white glove and make sure it doesn't get any fingerprints on it. Once you've won it and it's uh-huh. yours, you it can free reign. <laughs> do whatever you want with it, drink whatever you want could out you of it. Drink out of it? I did. I had a beer
2: out of it. I had the <laughs> jockey's cup. Oh, so oh, you yeah, didn't so have, didn't the, have the big yeah, yeah. I oh, so don't go big note and you got the Melbourne Cup. And then <laughs> yeah, halfway the one through the note, chat, you're you go, the one who said, no, halfway through the tr- oh, it's only the Jockey's Cup. <laughs> it might have been the Owner's Cup. It was the middle one. I don't want to hear about some shitty Jockey,
3: <laughs> well, but jockey well, what cup. about, I was, I was half working though, because Sammy Friedman, I've got a horse with him, oh. so we're in there oh, saying, how are you on. going? So and, we got him on today? Well, that's, it. I teed him up. I said, will you come on the rush hour, yeah. four to six? He said, absolutely. Right. It might have fallen through. Oh, no. Well, we're not sure if he's got Optus or not. He hasn't gotten back to me. I've called him three times. Who else you got? Well, uh, we're trying Emma, Emma, Friedman, Emma. So, Uh One, triple, three, five, three. If you're a Freedman and you want to talk racing. <laughs> the old man.
2: I would. Mitch. Mitch. Yes. Anyone. We'll Anyone. talk to him. Any Freedman, Lee. Lee. Is that their sixth Melbourne Cup? The Freedmans. there would be. Yeah. Good it, effort. It's that. the third generation, I think, to
1: win it. Yeah. Brilliant. Right?
2: Yeah. And what a performance too. Yeah. Oh, it just, what, 200 out? 150 up, bang. Home. 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 What about the Irish, the big uh, Vauban, the big favourite? Was it too hot for it? Uh, yeah, we, but I
3: was, we were talking about this a lot in the lead up. Uh, History is riddled with this. Mm-hmm. The internationals come out, they're spooked, they'll certainly run the trip, yeah. this, that and the other. It's the hardest staying trip, arguably, in the world. Yes. Genuine pace, you've just got to have a <laughs> lot of luck and... Unfortunately, a lot of the internationals don't quite get it done mm. uh, like you'd expect. Sulkham, though, for the Richmond boys, very bloody good. Prize money for second, 1.1. Yeah, that'll do. So they mm-hmm. 0.3 of a percent of that. Gets yeah, about exactly. 150
1: bucks. Cover yeah. their training fees. But no, awesome day. Is Vauban the one and the owner is a bit of a smack? Rich Richie or whatever his name is. <laughs>
3: a bit of a smack. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a smack. Vaubans. Your words, yeah. Rabs. Your words. Yeah. We well, well, least... had the
1: top hat and he had the glasses. Uh, and... Yeah, carry on. Mm. But no, it was good.
3: So yeah. we good need a Friedman.
2: This was me
1: we special j- racing Oh, test. so Emma? No.
2: Well, no. Not at the minute. Oh. Uh, anyone that's <laughs> called Friedman, first name <laughs> or last, we'll take it.
1: And anyone who wants to chat cricket too. One, yeah. two, three, five, three. This is Triple M's Rush Hour. Daisy and Billy, the hump day quiz not too far away. Bill's last hump day quiz for the year too. Oh, oh.
2: yes. I might finish it up Friday. Yeah. Good, fat, good.
0: Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. So what's happened to me? Well, what's know. going on? What has happened your mind to me? is elsewhere.
2: No, it just—it's blank,
3: Jim. It's oh, not elsewhere. Well. I told you I'd get some racing guests, and I've done that. We go to Colin in Werribee. Colin, I assume your last name's
2: Friedman. <laughs> yeah, good. Good luck with that.
3: <laughs> what's your last name, Cole? <laughs>
5: uh, it's uh, Chapman. Okay Nothing on. to do with the horses. No. What so, are you ringing for? Just to say about Matty Preston and his uh, dunking thing. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I knew you'd be struggling.
2: <laughs> yeah, so, so, so what, what do you, what are you Yeah, what do you use to dunk? Well, you get a Tim Tam, like a double chock Tim Tam. Yeah. Bought a corner off each end and get your favourite Scotch whiskey or something. <laughs> and inhale that through there, mate. That'll blow your little tiny mind.
3: <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> what did you think about uh, without a fight at the 200? About a what now? <laughs> anyway, Bill, have a go at this. Oh, Scotty thanks,
0: Friedman
2: in Wangaratta. No. Uh, Scotty, welcome. Billy, Rad. Hello, Daisy. mate. Daisy. Hello. How are you, Scotty? You, you're a Friedman. I am, yes. Well done. Oh, mate. Yeah. What yeah. about yesterday? Mark, have been... Mark Zara, how, how proud were you? I was watching it, pulled the truck over to have a look, pulled, trying to watch it on Channel 7, and, um, <laughs> yeah, it was no good on me phone, so... <laughs> That... I'd watch
1: replay, Billy. I oh, yeah. no horse, a
2: horse truck, was it? You're driving. Sorry? You're driving a horse truck. No, nah, mate, no. No, I no relation. Oh. So, <laughs> just, hang
3: on. <laughs> so you're no
2: relation. You,
3: you wouldn't have much luck on 7 because it was on Channel 10.
2: <laughs> no, nah, that's right. Yeah, I didn't realise that day. So I could have the mail, mate. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and so have you spoken to Sam at the connections this morning?
2: <laughs> no connections, no. Did you no. have a bet? Uh, yeah, I had a bet. Oh, yeah, good. No good. Daisy
3: This is is award-winning radio,
2: Bill Uh, Well, Scotty, thanks very much Uh, Congratulations to you and the family How's Wangaratta, Right? (laughs) Not too bad at all, Billy Have you seen Stevie J? He's limping around He's had a big operation Oh, okay Okay. You haven't seen too many things going on, Scotty (laughs) Oh, well done Thanks for the
3: call, Scotty
1: yeah. Get the, us out of here, uh, yeah. Scott Friedman, no relation to uh, <laughs> Sam or Mitch or Lee. <laughs> Lee. Told or Emma, you I'd get But he was a Friedman on the Rush Hour after yesterday's Melbourne Cup win. Daisy <laughs> Thomas and Billy Brown. Oh, no. Where's Quiz? Not too far away.
2: <laughs> Actually, can I leave with you at the end of the week? No, no, you got to stay here. Oh, shit. If he's bringing that crap.
0: <laughs> Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Manners.
2: Which I forget sometimes. (laughs) Uh, A bit of AFLW news. Port Adelaide great Erin Phillips, who just retired, will present the best on ground medal at this year's AFLW Grand Final. Oh, very good. Good on her. Are
3: your pretty cats in the finals? Yes.
2: Take on Essendon and oh, Elimination. Oh, that's right, at the half stadium. Elimination down yep. at HBA Stadium mm. this Sunday, one ten. Get down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, Brisbane Lions AFLW senior coach Craig Starsevich has committed to the club for another two years. I think he's been there since day one. Yep. So another two years there. And Collingwood, have uh, a Collingwood football club AFLW senior coach Steve Simmons mm-hmm. has parted ways with Collingwood. He's been the coach there at Collingwood for five years. Okay. Well done, Steve. All the best. He'll find something, I'm sure. Now, I want to get to this. Ange Postacoglu. Oh, how good is Ange going? Well, flying, me? but they suffered their first Premier League defeat oh. as Tottenham um, on Monday, going down to 4-1 Chelsea. It's a good game because the Spurs were down to nine men after two red card send-offs. Two. It was all happening. This is the first. what happened in the first half. It went for 57 minutes. 57, because there was 17 minutes of VAR bloody reviews. 17 minutes. Seven in the oh. first half, four disallowed goals, three subs, two injuries, one red card in the first half of these spots, and one penalty. Unbelievable. So this is Ange after the game, because they actually had a crack disperse.
0: The high line stayed at 10. It stayed at 9. Mm-hmm. What's the thinking there? It's just who we are, mate. It's just who we are. It's who we're going to be till, uh, as long as I'm here. And, and that, but that doesn't change. It doesn't get compromised at ten, 10 or 9 men. Obviously not. We'll go down to 5 men, mate. We'll have a crack.
2: Lovely. <laughs> It's who we are. That's
3: it. We'll have a crack. Just tuck a mate in there, too, mate, just to really yeah. let him know. Gee, he's going well. He, he got yellow-carded.
2: He, yeah. <laughs> he did. But the crowd would have loved that. Yeah. A bit of passion from the coach.
1: Well, they stayed chanting after the game, even though they lost 4-1 in the 4-1 end. In they were the still end. chanting his name post-game. They love him. Oh, my!
2: Well done, Ange. Good on you, Ange. You got something there? Oh, nope. God. oh Eddie Jones, I told you this, <laughs> his, uh, has confirmed his interest in coaching Japan. Guess where he is on holidays right now? Werribee. Japan. Okay, well, that makes sense. I wonder who's paying for the holiday. Mm. Mm. So I've had no offer. Let's be clear. If they came to me and said, are you interested in coaching? I'd say, yes, I would be. Something going on there. If it smells like... <laughs> a duck. And it quacks like a duck.
3: Mm-hmm. What is probably it? probably coaching Japan. I think as the classic <laughs> saying goes. <laughs> is that
2: it? Yeah, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. I
3: think that's what I mean, they usually go with. Tastes like a duck. <laughs> quacks it's... like a duck. You're it probably like... coaching Japan. <laughs> right? Yep.
0: Triple M's Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Bill, stop talking.
3: Just rolling on into the second hour we are of your Wednesday Rush Hour. Still to come, Cal Ferguson on the line to talk about the Aussies and that spectacular innings from Glennie Maxwell. A hump day quiz as well. Yeah. It is Wednesday, so that means hump day quiz. And a bloody good prize as well. The camel is back, that being a thirsty one and a joke to round us out. But, Bill, cramping has been everywhere. It has. Maxie last night, yep. Glenn Maxwell. Ah! Goodness me. <laughs> I hope that's not in it. <laughs> and Obviously, very funny for the people who aren't the ones cramping.
2: It's like when you get hit in the nuts. Yep, Yeah, very strange. Everyone laughs, but it's... Quite painful. Yeah. So I thought I'd
3: go back and list, list the top five triple M cramps of all time. <laughs> triple M? <laughs> yeah, so we're oh, no. obviously a fair bit of a light on salt around here. So yeah. we start with your good self when oh. you're wrapping up a weekend at the pub. And she came come and sat too
2: close to me. I got a crab.
0: <laughs> oh, no. He's got a crab. Oh. oh, I can't believe it. There's
2: nothing worse. You can feel it coming, you know, and then they just go bang. Well, usually you're doing something
3: arduous like sport or, you know, hitting 200 in 100% humidity.
2: I was just sitting
3: there. Not sitting there <laughs> or, in this case, not setting up a phoner.
0: So... Hence, 13353, three. you haven't got another cramp Oh, no. <laughs> oh look at him, you, Are you cramped doing? again Look at you You're just
2: sitting on a chair, Bill How can you cramp? Well, I've got no salt in me, Jim Haven't you? No. No. no And I went to the gym this morning with Busey And I think I'm a bit sore <laughs> <laughs> Busey's went fault Went to the gym <laughs> Little rat's fault yes.
3: Not enough salt in your yes. diet, Bill So right. there's a couple from you
2: Yes uh,
3: Thank you, Brian you had one yeah. as well? Brian!
2: Beyond next year, I wouldn't have thought might, his age. Might help him out. Oh, Just okay. help him along the way. Cramp, Bill. What's oh, wrong with you? Oh, look at you. Cramp, what are you doing, it? fat, over there? Big cramp, oh, oh, BT's going down we like did. a sack of spuds. You are going down here. I'll give you a mouth-to-mouth. Stay there. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, big briser. Brian's he
3: was only sitting there, too. So Something in and around you old blokes or this studio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, surely not again. Who, Brian? You. Oh,
0: I like it. Not bad, fat. It's a slow. Oh, oh, is he on the a cramp. Oh, look at him. He's cramped. I've cramped, cramped up <laughs>
2: Just at the end. wee. What a <laughs> show. Oh, oh, oh no.
0: <laughs> look at him.
3: Look at him.
1: Fucking <laughs> cramp doing that.
3: Just, just started choking well, on was the car a the bit there.
1: And, bit <laughs> <then>. <laughs> and well, we
3: shouldn't laugh. <laughs> we, we do. Right, it's very, very funny. And. Well, one. Are you uh, sure? Yeah. Oh no. There's one man throughout this Triple M commentary team that is very, very scary to deal with, and we usually tread pretty lightly. Right. So Rabsy decided to put this one at number one. I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it, but it is the chief. The chief. Now,
0: if you remember what happened, Daryl White.
3: Yeah, well, the same that's, thing happened that's... when he went uh, went back to Northern Territory and played last year. Mm-hmm. Got
0: rubbed out. I don't know, chief, oh, chief.
3: The chief's He's getting got the cramped. peptides.
0: He's had oh. to move himself off his chair and take the full stance. Oh, serious analysis. bad cramp. Oh. <laughs> Someone get him a priest. The
3: set up I'm Move straight. away from me. Getting back to Stephen Baker. I played on <laughs> oh,
2: him. <nothing> Browning. How's <laughs> 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 the noise he's
0: making? Oh, though.
3: yeah, right.
2: Oh, so, he did go down, the so, big cheese. So
3: there's five of them.
2: All <laughs> in the them studio. Just in the studio. No, no running. No running. No. All
3: old bugs. <laughs> A bit more sold in the nothing diet. In but, the uh, cot. Quite topical. Yeah, well hey, done. Thank you.
2: I still like that one of
1: too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goodness, me. Of, uh, Goodness me. Mark Richardson, aka okay, <laughs> yeah. Maxi last night. Ground. Cal <laughs> yes. Ferguson joining us next oh, on the Rush Hour you. Triple M Triple M's rush hour
2: with JB and Billy. He went in to have a little uh, surgery on the ankle, clean out Jim. Yes. Ended up having a Rico. Right. Eh? I've got to start to breathe.
0: <laughs> um, oh, no. M.
1: Last night. Glenn Maxwell oh, oh. made one of the best 200s, probably the best 200s in World Cup history
0: Maxwell at 195 Australia just need five, five runs You know what's going to happen He's 195 Maxwell <laughs> A six to bring up 200 and win the game. Everybody here is on their feet And Maxwell hits oh. it high, Get I've watched and played a lot of cricket, Shane and Ian, and I've seen nothing like that, nothing like this game of cricket. Unbelievable. I
2: reckon it's the greatest innings I've ever seen. Uh, I remember Andrew Simons one day against Pakistan in a one-day, in the World Cup. Okay. And I reckon, well, four for 40... And Andrew Simon's come out, and I reckon he made 130. It was one of the best knocks I've ever seen. So I'll, I'll be there with that. Takes me back. I remember Michael Bevan as a real young uh, pup
3: I was. He, I think he had to hit a four off the last ball when yes. he did, straight down the ground, maybe against the Windy Was?
2: SCG. Yes. Yeah. Roger Harper or someone was bowling, I reckon. But I know a bloke who would know who was bowling. Oh. Cal Ferguson, Triple M cricket. Triple M cricket, Dead Set
3: Legends Adelaide, Triple M Adelaide, Channel 7, Cricket a Bloke who played himself 30 ODIs as well. Wow. High score of 71 has played alongside the great man in Glenn Maxwell. Cal,
2: welcome.
4: Oh boys, thanks for having me. Wow. <laughs> what have we witnessed?
2: Oh, we, we still don't can't believe it. Is it the best one day or the best innings ever you've seen?
4: Definitely best one day innings. Uh Best T20 innings, I reckon, as well. Yeah. Uh, test cricket's just entirely different. But my goodness gracious me, it was just something that uh, we thought uh, Maxi was certainly, uh, certainly capable <laughs> yeah. of. But to do it for that long and in those conditions is just simply extraordinary and, and something none of us will ever forget.
3: We're absolutely toast, though. Seven for 90. The game was over. It was nearly flick it off and go to bed sort of operation. And the next minute, yep. Maxi comes in and does his thing.
4: Well, we've seen him get on roles like this before in, in T20 cricket and one-day cricket as well. Uh, we've actually seen it in, in test cricket, albeit not for as long as and as many times as we all would have liked, no doubt. But um, to have watched him get into that rhythm in such a, an important game for Australia, I mean, that just would, if we'd lost that one, it would have just made things a little nervy, mm. I suppose. But um, to, to, to pull it off, there's obviously um, a bit of political noise going on around this game as well. So it was certainly one that Australia were keen to win. And and uh, Afghanistan were up for, to stand up in a moment like that, take control of the game, uh, along with the skipper, let's not forget him. Um, He actually gave uh, Glenn Maxwell a little bit of credit at the back end of that game, Mm -hmm. which was good of him. Um, But certainly uh, to take it um, so drastically and in such such an amazing way and spectacular ways, um, you know, a credit to him because he is a fit guy and a lot of people see him as, um, you know, a guy that's a bit of a larrikin and Probably enjoys uh, taking the game in a pretty relaxed manner. He's a very fit guy to see how physically, um, you know, how much he was struggling physically. He was absolutely stuffed. He was. Absolutely stuffed. To continue to find the middle of the bat like that oh, is mate. just like nothing we've ever seen. Even the six at the end there.
2: They put on 202, Cummins and also Maxwell. Mm. Uh, and Patty made 12 off 68 balls. But he was there. What is it with his wrists? He seems to have these wrists where he flicks his wrists, and it's just got the power. I don't know what it is. He bats a bit differently
4: than most other batsmen. Yeah, no, he does, Bill. He does. It's a good pick-up from you. Yeah, (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. But um, certainly they're almost hockey wrists, aren't they? Or even like a cross-court forehand you see in tennis. Yeah, He's a guy that's just – he's got an, an ability to hit balls to spots. They're just not meant to be hit. And um, it, it must be so unnerving as a bowler standing at the top of your mark thinking, well, he's hitting balls from uh, outside off stump behind square on the leg side. Where do I bowl the next one? Mm. And um, he's just got an answer for everything when he gets into that sort of mood. And, and that's why he's so important to this side. Um, you know, people have questioned his role at times. And, you know, he got out first ball earlier in the tournament. I stand by the fact that that was a real team play. Yes, he, he probably could have had a look at one, but you could tell his mentality when he hit that first ball up in the air, it was all about the team. He wasn't worried about his average. He was just out there to score as many as he could for the team. He is one of the great team players in in, uh, international and domestic cricket. And uh, I'm enormously proud of the way he's gone about it and, Put put the team first at all times.
3: What about a couple of the plums when he was dropped twice? How would they be feeling? Oh, that one at. (laughs) Sure, fine leg. That was an absolute
4: putt. You're just waiting for Hello Darkness, my old friend, to start (laughs) playing when you're out in the field. It's horrible. Um, But certainly, um, there's not a hole deep enough. Uh, Grand Canyon's not deep enough for you when when something like that happens to you. And uh, they'll be living that one over and over again forever.
2: Uh, They've done all right, the Aussies. They're third on the ladder now, probably play semis against the Africa, But they've been a bit unsettled. Like we've had the uh, golf cart incident, of course, (laughs) Vertigo. Mitch Marsh. (laughs) Mitch Marsh going home. Uh, Some loose bowling from uh, Starkey. Uh, Also, the middle order haven't really fired. Hetty didn't play for a while. And they lost their first two games. So they've done pretty well.
4: Yeah, a great Victorian once said there's, there's, it's all happening here and uh, <laughs> certainly it's all been happening to the Aussies. And, and to be fair to them, they, they've stood up at every challenge. Uh, they, they copped a bit of a whack in the first game, or the first couple of games, obviously. They ran into a couple of good teams mm. too. Um, and that can unsettle you and unnerve you. But um, Australia's got a way in big tournaments of just working their way into a yep. tournament, not having everything go their way early and just finding it finding their stride. Um, you know, we've got Hetty back at the right time. Obviously, um, you know Maxi's situation. Only Maxi could find himself in that one, and then find his way to a two hundred. <laughs> I mean, it's just <laughs> extraordinary. But um, it, it is, it is a good sign for the Aussies, I think, because we'll see a more settled lineup going through to the to the business end now. And I think there's a fair bit to get excited about Australia's chances because you watch an Australian lineup perform, get into a hole like that, and find their way out of it. That um, that gives you your side in your dressing room a huge lift. You feel like you can't lose. You get into the next game and you think we can win from anywhere here, and that'll be the last thing an Indian lineup will want to see coming into a final. If we can find our way into a final against India, I'm backing us. I think mm. we've got some momentum there.
3: The next one is Bangladesh on Saturday. Just a, a quick synopsis of that.
4: Yeah, I think there's a there's, there's a fair bit flying around the Bangladesh side after uh, mm, they timed ho, out Angelo ho, ho. Mash, Matthews, an old teammate at the Renegades of mine, Shakir Hasan. He's found himself in the headlines, hasn't he? He's, mm-hmm. uh, Are you allowed uh, to do they,
3: that? Is that in the spirit or is that a dog act?
4: Oh, uh, I, I reckon it's a pretty ordinary act, personally. I, I don't like it. Um, I, just, I just feel like he got to the crease. If, if he'd literally stood there with no helmet and yeah. faced the first ball, he would have been okay. But because his helmet... Because he asked for another helmet because his strap broke at the crease as he's about to mark centre. I don't like it.
2: No. Mm. But the umpires have got to have some common sense, don't they? They could say, no, boys, look. I would have thought. Mm. <laughs> Bill, or or if, if Bangladesh appealed, the umpires have got yeah. to give me out, do they? Yeah. Bill, you're giving cricket far
4: too much credit to think. Oh. common sense is coming in. <laughs> <No>. Seriously. First, <laughs> First person. person. Seriously, you play an extra half an hour on one day but not the next because there's a bit of drizzle out in the ground yeah. and then the lights don't work yeah. so you walk yeah. off and... Uh, no, that's. Like, that's far too common sense. Right. To me,
2: Bill. right. Uh, all right. First player in 146 <laughs> right, years mate. to be given out. First one. What's it, what was the actual term? Timed out. Timed out. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, you're timed out apparently, Cal, so what? we'll let you go. Get back on the <laughs> property. Thanks for having me again, boys. No thank no you, time. mate. Thank you. Triple M's Rush
3: Hour
0: with JB and Billy.
2: Life's hard. Harder if you're stupid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> And oh, for the man. last time this year, yes. before the big man goes on holidays, yes. as of Friday afternoon, hump day quiz for the last time, Bill. So we need contestants with big energy, up, big excitement, up, rupping about. And away. One That's triple three are. five three. Big, big prize, a too. Great prize,
1: Ramsey. Oh, they are back. Look at him. Thirsty go for Camels it. <laughs> Hump Club membership has its perks. Join in store or at thirstycamel.com.au. Drink responsibly, or as the camel likes to say. <laughs> And a prize. That means a $200 <laughs> thirsty camel voucher up That's for grabs. It. One triple three five is three. Is there a theme
2: today? There is a theme quiz. Melbourne. Okay, Melbourne. <laughs> Just the lovely city of Melbourne. Very good. I One three, triple three five three. Robbie,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did, the, he did the grand final last year in Melbourne. You put the queue in the rack.
2: Rush Hour with JB and Billy. Well, I'm always wrong, so that, that helps things. You?
1: <laughs> oh, for the last time this year, thanks to our mates at Thirsty Camel, it's time for this. <laughs>
5: Live from the studios of Triple M Melbourne, it's the Rush Hour's Hump Day Quiz. Thanks to Thirsty Camels Hump Club, membership has its perks. Join
0: in-store or at thirstycamel.com.au. Drink responsibly. And now, here's your host, Billy Brownless. Uh, thank
2: you very much, matey. What a star you've been this year, by the way. $200 voucher, Thirsty Camel. Drink responsibly. Mm. They're opening up everywhere, Thirsty oh. Camels. Everywhere. Do a good job, the boys there. So two hundred bucks, and one of the contestants is Rodney from Wangaratta. Okay, Rod. Hey Billy, how are you, mate? Good, buddy. You're up and about. That's what I like. What are you doing? i um, just heading home from work. What do, do you do? do? Headed home. What do you do, mate? Uh, I uh, part of the week I work as a teacher, and the rest of the time I work as a nurse. Oh, there you go. Well done to you. And who's your
3: footy team rocking?
2: Uh Carlton, mate. The oh. kind of Blues. Who's your favourite Carlton player? Um, I was always a uh, big, uh, yep. big favourite of um, yep. Alan Mangels. <laughs> Albie
1: Mangels? No, no, not Albie. Was, uh, <laughs> he used to do some good work. Uh, well, there's two yeah, thirsty camels too, but, yeah, in no, Wangaratta was, uh, for Rod, if he wins. There's two thirsty camels
2: in Wangaratta Rod. There is, mate, yes. We well, the... like it. We like our thirsty camels up here. Oh, I heard that. Don't worry about that. Good on you, mate. We go to Stu in Werribee South. G'day, Stu. Happy Wednesday, mate. Ah, good on you, <laughs> here mate. He comes. Sounds like you've had the day
0: off. I had the day off, mate. Yeah, just uh, the rain stopped us, so we had to have a beer. The rain didn't start till about four o'clock. <laughs> yeah, well, I was doing the lawns, and then I was going to do the winter
1: snipping, but then uh, we got called off, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> to come on the Racecourse Hotel and where it be? Good pub, big pub. The Racecourse. course on the
0: Racecourse. Beautiful.
2: Catsman as well, Bill. Oh, good on you, balls. Who's your favourite? Oh, I loved
0: Salwood back in the day, mate. So
2: finally got the standard grand final there the other the other year. So it was great. Oh yeah, two years ago that was good. Mm. All right, Rodney, you're Rodney, and Stew, you're balls, All right. <laughs> easy. here we go. I'll keep score. Oh, good. Oh, sorry, Daisy's the judge. He keeps score. <laughs> What drink came third in the Melbourne Cup yesterday? Oh. It was a drink. Without a fight won it. Mm-hmm. Second was Sulcum. Mm-hmm. Third was?
1: Maybe a type of red wine. Mm. Oh, thank you, Rebs.
2: Yep. Two balls. Yes, two balls. Oh, it wasn't. Uh, geez, I thought it was Shiraz, but it's not. Shiraz? 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 Yeah! <laughs> Shiraz! <laughs> You you didn't know that, Rodney? No, only drink, uh, only drink beer, mate. Sorry, (laughs) well, we've got to get a beer, right?o Which phone network company went down? Rodney? Yes, Rodney. Yeah, Rodney. Was it? Uh, Who? Yes, oh, very good. it's a ring-a-ding-ding. They're both up and about. Good judging. I like it, Dave. <laughs> well, days. I just
3: need to make sure Stu's line's clear enough. I didn't quite hear that. with oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, don't, I don't know, know you did it.
2: <laughs> 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 Stu Ball knows you, you didn't. Know, uh, Robbie Williams has got a doco out that drops today, I think, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And we've got a song here, and we'll play the first part of it. You're going to go first, Stu, because you will know the music. And you can sit back, Rodney, and have a listen to what you got to sing, I reckon. So, <laughs> Rodney, Stu, I mean, your first Stewie balls. It's going to be uh, Robbie and then a Chew. Well explained.
0: Thoughts running through my head, and I feel that love is dead I'm loving angels instead. And through it, oh, we're <laughs> a little love and affection,
2: wherever <laughs> I might
0: alone.
2: Oh, well a bit to
1: beat there. A bit to beat, Rodney. Here we go. Thoughts running through my head And I feel that love is dead
0: I'm loving angels instead And, and through it all she offers me protection, a lot of love and affection. Good. Whether I'm right or wrong, oh, oh. down the waterfall. Oh, oh he's still going. Wherever well, it may take me, <laughs> I know the line won't break me when I come to call.
2: Oh, Rodney, that's not bad from mm-hmm. Wang and Stuart. Yeah, Chibos. good on you, Rodney.
0: Mm.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, oh, You're our best mate. Now this is hard oh. to judge, Daisy. <sighs> It is hard. Well, you got to pick one. Stew balls. Yeah. Well done, stew balls. Oh. Bad that's, luck, Rodney, because that's, that's as close as that's ever gotten. I know. That they were both pretty
3: good.
2: good. I thought Rodney mightn't have known it up there in Wang. Nah. Jeez, he just Slightly went back. Slightly off tempo too. I'm not sure if that was by design. Mm. No, mm. that's he meant that. <laughs> All right, question four. How did Glenn Maxwell bring up his 200th last night? Oh, oh, Rodney? Yes, Rodney.
0: Uh, six. Oh. Let's have a listen. Everybody here is on their feet. And Maxwell.
1: Well done! Oh. Guess what?
2: What is it? Two, two all. Oh, sorry, you're the
1: judge. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> you're not
2: gonna believe it, Bill. No. What? Two all? Oh, oh, it, it, oh. It's a, a ring, ding, a ding, ring ding, ring. ding, ding. Where's Stu from Werribee? Oh, Rodney from Wang. Mm. It's a good Melbourne question. This one. I don't let it out. What's the running track around the Botanical Gardens? affecting few balls. Stew Yep. Yeah. The tan. Yes. Yeah, I'm just doing... Oh, mate. Thanks, mate. As well. You know what? We're giving, out, we're giving them both a $200 voucher. I'm going to ring me mate right now
1: and tell them how good they were. There All you right, go.
2: There you, there you go. Thanks, guys. You, Thanks very much.
1: I, well, well, the Thirsty Camels Hump Club membership has its perks. Join in store at thirstycamel.com. You drink responsibly. Rodney, you got two Thirsty Camels up in Wang to choose from. And Stu, you just head to the Racecourse Hotel with your $200 yes. voucher as well, mate. Congratulations.
5: Bloody beautiful. Thank you. Right. Yeah, cheers, guys. Well done, thank Rodney.
1: You. That was fantastic.
2: Well done, Rod. Well done, Stu Balls. And Tubby from Thirsty Camel said yes. I'll so give him a They both get a $200 voucher. Well, done, thank Bill. you, Tub. You're well, pretty strong. Well, oh, not bad. We haven't finished yet. We've got a breast to tape. 23 minutes and we're home.
0: Triple M's rush hour with JB and Billy. You wouldn't know him if you didn't know him. That's right. Well you wouldn't. <laughs> oh. M.
1: Bill's joke, still to come, fresh off. I'm going to say probably the best hump day clues we've had oh, yeah. all year. Yes. Congrats to Stu and to Rodney for both winning a $200 thirsty camel voucher. Make sure you join their hump club because it has, it has its perks. Oh, bill, it join in store at thirstycamel.com.au. Drink responsibly.
2: Yeah, exactly. It sounds like you've had a couple. But, uh, <laughs> thanks no? to Thirsty Camel, they uh, donated two $200 vouchers oh, there. Yeah. Now I've got a bone to pick with you and your generation, Gen Z. Okay, or Z? What do you what do you call it? Well, be Z. All right. Why not Z? Because you're not American. Correct. And tattoos. Why do you have all these stupid bloody tattoos? I know I'm old, right? You are old.
3: I'm old. Have you got a, any? Not one. <laughs> didn't get a premiership one?
1: <laughs> oh, wow. You've got black caviar
3: <laughs> Yeah, and on your a premiership bum. one. Yes, black caviar on the bum. Oh, On your bum? Yep. Which is stupid,
1: Lost don't you bet. think?
2: Yeah, well, not really. No, it's stupid.
3: Do you have
1: Sam... No, that's Swanee's got Sam Newman Swanee, on his yes, arm. yeah,
2: Swanee, your mate's got Sam Newman. Libba's got all those little shitty stickers on his arms and legs. Jonathan Brayshaw and all those bikes. They've all got those silly little stickers. What are they about? Well, it's just the times, Bill. No, it's not the times. No, it is. <laughs> what? If we're Do you know doing. what's going to happen not... when you're older? You want to get rid of
3: them and they hurt to take them off? Well, Black Caviar currently looks like she's in foal on me, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: she's got a crack in it now. But then I read today an influencer yes. has got Kevin written tattooed, not written tattooed, <laughs> tattooed on a forehead. How big? How are we like talking big like Big bastard, <laughs> big K, big E, big V, big I, big N. She's got that, that's her boyfriend's name tattooed. (laughs) On her forehead. Oh. So a couple of things there.
3: Yeah. She's probably
2: lucky her boyfriend's
3: name's not Clint.
2: <laughs> In capitals too. Oh, that'd be a birthday cake. But what happens when Kevin and, and Influencer A break up? What happens there? Influencer A. <laughs> what happens uh, then? Well, She's she... got to find another Kevin. or <laughs> well, She gets it removed. That, no. How much would that hurt
3: on your forehead? Yeah, I'm not sure why she did it, Bill. I don't know her. That is ridiculous. That is, that you is far. I like the rest of them, the stickers and that. I think you like the stickers. I do like the stickers. No, and plenty of people your age and vintage have got tats. No, I don't know one. One, you don't
2: know oh, one. I know well, yeah. Bray sure hasn't. <laughs> you live but... in
3: Geelong, there'd be someone you yeah. know yeah, oh, with tattoos. You the truckies that roll
2: in with the sleeves, and yeah, I know, but not those shitty little ones like the stickers and that. And Kevin on your forehead—that's <laughs> too much. I thought I was going to be a little small. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: no, a... that's. Plastered. That's branding. Uh, branding, isn't yes.
2: it? Yes. So she's just got to wear that. You know I'm gonna what? I'm going to take
3: this home and.
2: Have you got a tape? You I'm, haven't got one. No, rosie has got a few. Yep. Zoho there. She's got shoes. Zoho.
1: Zoho. It ain't Zoe. 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 <laughs> <laughs> solo. <laughs> Bill finishes up on Friday. and can't <laughs> <tell the> Hard <laughs> solo.
2: Hard, <laughs> that hard solo. How good is that? Yeah.
1: Oh, <sighs> Bill's finishing so up on Friday. can't happen quick enough. So he's got three more jokes to tell for the week. It's coming up next on the rush hour. Triple N.
0: Look at him. Oh, no. He's now in the fetal position because he knows how appalling that is. <laughs> Just follow Triple M Rush Hour on Instagram and you can see Billy's joke every day.
3: Tomorrow, Bill, we've got Big Sauce. Oh. The big man, he's back. Was meant to be here Monday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Went out maybe on Sunday night and <laughs> uh, couldn't quite show up. And we've Illness.
2: got P-City. P-City. Peter Siddle. Yes. In studio. Still going around. Still going around. With the Vix, of
3: course. Mm. Uh, still on the bananas. We can ask him all of those things. Yeah, we will. But that as is. always,
2: please Thanks. finish us off with a joke. Okay. <laughs> End the day with a laugh. Um, I have a
0: joke.
3: This is Billy's Joke.
2: Today's joke in memory of Kevvy Purcell, me mate who passed last week and uh, worked at the Cremorne. They're all having drinks right now. The wake is at the Cremorne, so uh, right now. And he used to tell the worst dad jokes ever. So for you, Kevvy. I reckon you might have sent me this, rap, so you better laugh, my friend. <laughs> and I think with that lady, we probably all have to laugh. <laughs> right. Where is it?
0: <laughs> no, 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 here we go, here we
2: go. I went to the doctor the other day and, because I've had sore feet, okay? Okay. He said, gout. I said, I just walked in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> One more
1: rap <episode laughs> for <Kevi.
2: laughs> Uh my, my wife hates it when I pretend we are on speaking to each other on walkie-talkies. <laughs> what? The wife said, our relationship is over. I said, our relationship is what? Over? <laughs> 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 oh, not great, but that's from me. <laughs> Old mate, Kevy. They rabs. That'll yeah. do. Thank you. That'll do. Thank well you. done. Oh, good work, Rabsy. Well, well done, Cops. Yes.
1: Well done. No, I well don't, Bill. No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it. The joke's over. Over, what? over, over. P City, P City,
3: chops. Teeth. Don't ask me. Don't ask her about that. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, oh. oh Maxi
2: May.
4: You are the king of the divan. All I see are big white chompers. <laughs> the king of the divan. Triple M's rush hour with JB and Billy. Bet
0: with the homegrown bookie this spring carnival. Bluebet. download the app for iPhone and Android. What are you really gambling with?